We want to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is recorded, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, whose sovereignty was never ceded, and this area's original name is Nam. We pay respect to them and their elders, past, present and emerging. We want to be. <laughs> we want to be better. We need to be better. We, we want, want to, to be, be better. No, no. That word didn't work. <laughs> okay. We, we want, want to, to be, be better. better. Don't do it into the microphone, Annie. You will regret it for the rest of your life and it's disgusting. No one... Oh, it's only a little one. Little baby burp. How... Okay, we're talking about sustainability and here you are putting gases into the air. Your emissions are out of control. (laughs) Fizzy drinks do that to me. You wouldn't know because you don't eat sugar. I, you saw me the other day, I drank half a can of Solo. No, you didn't. You had a little sip to try and be cool and then I ended up drinking Oh, I resent the accusation that I would ever do drink Solo to try and be cool. (laughs) Solo. I love Solo. I mean, it's... It's a thirst crusher, babe. Um, but today we are talking about sustainability and this is something that we get asked. I mean, I'm actually sick to death of <laughs> being asked to do it. Yeah. Like, no, I get it because I feel the same way. I, I want us to do it. I want us to do it, but it was be, it's been an effort to figure out what we should uh, do. Yeah, I want the, in, uh, the information out there, but at the same time, I'm not an expert. No, um, no idea. Although having said that, you know, how many seasons are we in and we've given people advice before. Not On being stuff. experts. <laughs> I have no – yeah. So today we're going to talk about sustainability, but we actually have an expert that is going to talk to us. And she's yeah. calling – so we were meant to record with her last week, but unfortunately we couldn't because last minute she almost missed her flight to Norway because she's about to get on a boat for a few days and swim with whales. Orcas. Orcas, no less. Orcas. They, wait, we forgot to ask, don't they eat people? Yep. Okay, so that that was the Laura's dying words yeah. were recorded on our podcast. The recording was, words will be, don't be a dick. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh my so God. We, That's what she ends on. So sorry. we recorded an interview with Laura um, and I'm really excited actually. I'm really excited. I just want to pick um, people to keep in mind as they listen to it that there is a quite a serious delay. <laughs> there when is a we delay. Because we were talking over the phone, there is quite a serious delay yeah. and we sound super rude. So you know when you're watching the news off. and they're recording someone um, interstate, overseas and they say something and then the person's sitting there staring at the screen for ages and there's like a silence and you laugh at that person and you're like, what a loser. We were those losers. Yeah. It was so hard. It's it, embarrassing. It reminded me of like jump rope and you know when you're playing jump rope and the two people have got the either end and you're the person that's got to run into the yeah, rope and, you don't know and you're when. just doing the hands yeah. constantly. Yeah. Like, do, 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 now. <laughs> I haven't played jump rope in so oh, long. I know, we should do that. Yeah. Laura's amazing. I don't know. Laura's get- great. We get so um, if you don't know who Laura is, look her up on Instagram. Her name, um, her Instagram handle will be in the show notes. It's I am Laura Wells. Uh, not only is she really smart, she's also really beautiful. She's a model. Like what doesn't she do? Yeah. Uh, but she's sustainable. She lives a sustainable life and she's got heaps of info. So this is our interview with her and uh, enjoy. enjoy. Sayonara. Au revoir. <laughs> 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 what is it? Norwayish? It's actually not Norwayish <laughs> or Nordic. I thought it's it was Nordic. Nordic. It's, it's Norwegian. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and it's hard. I think you hard should it. let. 
Google säger. Oh. Ha det. Ja. Ha det. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much, Laura, for getting up early in the morning because you're in Norway. Norway. Yes, it's amazing here. It's snowing and it's freezing, but it's absolutely beautiful. And what are you, just for our listeners, uh, what are you doing in Norway? So I'm currently on a program called Sedna Epic uh, Expedition. I have joined uh, 20 other women from around the world. And we are, at the moment, we're doing a women's leadership course and learning about issues in the Arctic and circumpolar Arctic. So not just Norway, but uh, the Arctic, uh, Canada and Russia, learning about the issues that people are facing in relation to climate change. And then we will, this afternoon, be jumping on a boat to be uh, doing a little bit of science around orcas and humpback whales for the next week, which is really exciting and I can't wait. Oh, Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, you really do talk the talk and walk the walk. Love it. (laughs) Yeah, so it's it's a really exciting week, actually. I'm really stoked. I've, um, I've been lucky enough to swim with humpback whales in a lot of tropical places, but this time I'll be with them while they're in the Arctic and feeding and completely different scenario, but really exciting. So I'm stoked. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. I'm I'm really excited to have you on because um, we're going to be talking about sustainability, which seems to be something that you are a hundred percent on top of. And it is like a really frequently asked thing of the podcast that we do something on the environment because Obviously, it's a very pressing issue for people of our generation. Uh, well, any generation. Well, if, okay, but, boomers, they're not worried about it. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we just – we didn't know, even know where to start. That's one of the biggest, I don't know, issues is that it seems like such a huge yeah. problem that seems to be in the scientists' hands and we all feel like we – you know, have no control. Mm. But do we? Can we actually we make totally a difference? Have control. Yes, 100%. Each and every one of us can make a difference every single day. And there's so many ways to do that. But I, I get it. It's overwhelming because we're bombarded every day um, with different issues uh, and you know, around the environment and our futures. And we're all really busy. And we're all just trying to survive the grind of everyday life and and put food on the table and a roof over our heads. So that's so true with social media and everything. Now it feels like, um, there's that real issue of compassion fatigue because once upon a time we didn't have all this access to know what was going on around the world Mm. and all of the issues that we face and now we open it every most of us roll over in the morning and reach for our phone and see it every single morning Mm -hmm. so yeah but um the environment obviously is one of the biggest ones Mm. and why is it um that it's so important to you laura yeah, what's your – Yeah, what's your – how'd you get here, yeah. Laura? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, we all yeah. care, but how did you end up swimming oh, – doing yeah, stuff with orcas? Yeah, how did you end up in Norway about to get on a boat um, yeah. with orcas? Yeah. yeah, so, well, um, I've had a really interesting journey on my career, uh, one that wasn't really planned but um, really amazing and I'm really happy to be where I am in the space I'm at. So I grew up in Sydney and, you know, lived – um, lived at the beach and in the bush, um, 
my through my childhood. So I spent a lot of time outdoors and really loved it. And I was really good at science when I was at school and I really enjoyed biology. And I went on to study a marine biology degree and a law degree. Um, oh, and oh, yeah, the right. reason. Oh yeah, just I just, <laughs> just did a quick casually. marine. Yeah, just I mean, like I did a marine biology. I did law. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no big deal. Well, <laughs> it's so funny because people say that. And I'm like, I actually feel like it was stupid to do both, but um, <laughs> it was um, it was good though because I thought, well, you know, I can be a scientist, but maybe I'll be a lawyer for the oceans and practice law of the sea and protect our oceans um, because I just got so much enjoyment from being around oceans and um, whether it was, you know, in it, underneath it, or just looking at it from above, um, the way the ocean really makes you feel really, it's calming, it's inspiring, it um, really sparks a lot of curiosity for me. So I, and being from Australia and being completely surrounded by ocean and understanding you know, from a biology point of view that life on Earth has never survived without life on our in our oceans um, was really important to me. So, you know, it's, it's second nature to me that we protect our oceans in order to protect ourselves. Um, so I just kind of have been on this journey in the last sort of 13 years since I finished university and lived in New York and lived in London and, and travelled the world modelling that because you know I took a segue from uh, science mm. and yeah. naturally and just a natural you know, segue. <laughs> I, I'm not just a. I'm not just. Oh, did I mention smart. that I'm not I'm just also smart. good I'm looking, also absolutely yeah, gorgeous, yeah. yeah. And I I can <laughs> surf. I know it's like it's funny because when you look at your Instagram, you're like gorgeous and you have this like blue crush vibe like you know when you watch blue crush as a kid and you're just like I want to be a surfer girl but then you've also got like a message behind it and you're educating people I'm like what can't she fucking do like geez yeah yeah I know it's I it's it's really hard for me to describe what I do when people ask me I'm like oh do you have do you have 20 minutes for me to go but um so so having the, this career modeling and traveling around the world, I really it really opened my eyes up to what we've been doing to our planet um, in a detrimental way. And, and that was made evident to me through um, the issue around marine plastic pollution and just seeing marine plastic pollution everywhere um, and in places where it really should not be, really remote areas. So that kind of sparked my interest and curiosity to really change my lifestyle and really kind of audit myself and give myself a kick up the butt to say, hold on, you love this place, you want to protect it, but what are you doing to contribute to the issue right now? Um, so I kind of gave myself, yeah, definitely a kick up the butt, lit that, lit that fire underneath me to go, okay, let's change and what can we change and, and went on a journey of, and transformation in that space too. Um, and that's been... Um, I mean, it's been it's been great, and I've brought people along on that journey now. Whether that be you know people beside me or people um, via social media, so I've done that. And for me, it's it's you know I I enjoy being outside in nature, and I enjoy um, watching other people get connected to nature so much that you know we, we can't do anything but protect it. Um, if we want to have a healthy lifestyle for ourselves in the future, then we need a healthy environment too. So. For me, um, I think that should just—it's just part of my DNA, and I really hope it becomes part of more people's DNA as well. So, what 
Okay, so I know plastic straws are out <laughs> and I know that we've banned green, like, you know, plastic bags, bags, single part, yeah. like, you know, we know the basics, but what are the key tips that you suggest people focus on to live a more sustainable lifestyle? Because you're obviously qualified to answer this question. You can actually <laughs> give us advice. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah, tell us, like, practically, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what we need to talk about is solutions, especially from an individual basis on how we can live a more sustainable life because um, we do have the power to do a lot of different things. And I think the top sort of three sustainable tips that I would give people because we don't want to overload anyone with everything that yeah, doing. Yeah, exactly. So top, three, um, top three most impactful things that I think you can do as an individual is uh, get curious and get educated. So, you know, go out, like, jump online. You're, people are on their phones and their computers all day. So spend some time reading about the environment and what's happening to it and following people and groups that are really doing great things um, to stay curious and stay connected. Uh, so, yeah, so number one is get educated. Um, number two, I would say avoid single-use plastics wherever you can. Um, in life and that can be some really easy switches, you know, to reusable coffee cups, reusable water bottles, bags, ditch those straws, you don't need them, you've got lips um, and, you know, just just be more mindful about what you're using and where things end up because um, if you don't know where something ends up or if it can't be reused, then, you know, why okay. are you using it? And then the third one, and I think this is, this is actually my... Um, my most number one tip that I give to people because it's something that people really don't know and don't understand and it has such a long-lasting impact is um, oh look God, at what? where... Yeah, what is that? Oh, my yeah. God, the suspense. Yeah. I keep you on the edge of your seat. <laughs> <laughs> um, look at where your superannuation is invested uh, because... What? Oh, my God. Yes, I know. Do you even know where your super is invested right now? Um, because most of the time it's invested in things that are... Uh, not ethical, not sustainable. It's invested in fossil fuels. And <laughs> Sorry, we've both got the, the giggles. Cause <laughs> Sorry, I just didn't know expect that. We don't that. Know. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the straws, to be honest. I didn't think you were going to no. wipe out with, oh, just um, know where your superannuation is going. Yeah, okay, wow. <laughs> I know. I got all adult on everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's, it's so important. Um, as Aussies, we have almost three, uh, three uh, billion dollars in super right now. And um, it's just sitting there and we can actually be really powerful with that money because it is, um, it's invested in so many areas that we don't know about. And we need to be more mindful of that because, you know, we know the money that's in our bank account, we take account of that every day, we think about it, where our money's going, but that money sits there to you 65 and it's invested in all of these things that, you know, aren't ethical, like aren't what, sustainable. Like mining and or something. going to affect our future. Something you mean? Yeah. Mining. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so, um, so different fossil fuels. So there's mining, there's tobacco, there's weapons and armaments, there's um, offshore, offshore weapons? detention. Um, of course, offshore yeah. detention? Yeah, there's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's what the um, fuck? There's <laughs> I feel like you have just cracked open a conspiracy theory that we're all just, Mm -hmm. like I've just unplugged from the matrix. What? Okay. 
I know, I know. I really need to it's, figure um, out my It's a super. real kind of like facepalm moment. You're like, hold on, how do I not know where my super is? I have no so idea. So for me, I, um, I found out about this a few years ago now because I'd never thought about it. You know, I'd um, had my super accounts opened by different jobs and had four different ones all floating around. And, you know, you tick the box about, yeah, give, I want, you know, I want the best return. Give me the, mm. give me that. But you never find out what that's actually invested in. Right. So, um, yeah, I suppose that makes sense because the money ago, that we, um, the money that we have in our bank accounts, like you were saying, you know, we might donate to, I don't know, Greenpeace or whatever it is mm. with that money. But yep. yeah, all of that other money where, that we're just trying to make big, big bank on so that we can retire. Mm. It's actually well, because they are investing it, yep. isn't it? That's They're what the super fund does. Yeah. They invest your money that's sitting there to try and get you more interest, right? But we just don't know what they're yep. investing in. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so it's really important. And for me, you know, as someone that tries to live a life that is more sustainable and healthier for not only myself but for the environment – not knowing and not understanding where that money is invested, um, when I found out about it, I was really shocked because I'm like, hold on, I'm trying to do all these things in my everyday life, yet behind the scenes, I'm actually helping to fund or, or I'm helping to potentially fund something like the Adani coal mine that Holy I'm shit. completely against. Oh, my God. I'm actually talking <laughs> about you know, so all the hard work that I'm doing um, in my everyday life that I'm like, proud of to stand up against different things, for instance, you know, new minds and, and minds that will affect our futures and, and the future of our Great Barrier Reef. I'm actually, am, am, am I funding, partially helping to fund that behind the scenes and not knowing about it? Um, so when I found out about this a few years ago, I was completely shocked. I, I really couldn't believe that, you know, as... Um, as an informed, well, you know, someone that I thought was an informed citizen, I had no idea and I spoke to the people around me and no one else had any idea where their money was invested oh either. God, so no, was, and I mean um, with your law degree yeah. and all of your degrees <laughs> and your modelling contracts, I mean, hell, I, we, we have no chance if you didn't know, <laughs> no. geez. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so um, I know, I know. And I, yeah, it really like blew my mind. So I um, started in like looking up, okay, so how do you, like where is my money being invested in, in my super account? And I couldn't find it anywhere. And I contacted the super company and they pretty much couldn't even, like they couldn't give me a list of companies where my money was invested. So for me, I'm like, well, if, you can't, if you're the people that are looking after and managing my money and the future of my money and you can't tell me where my money is invested, we've got a serious issue here. So, uh, yeah, I started looking around for... Um, ethical super company and so now I, I've i invested um, my money with Verve and they're doing some really great work and the best thing about it is you don't even have to ask them where your money's invested because it's just on their website and they tell you straight up. <laughs> right. So I know straight away where my money, like the potential companies my money can be um, invested in and I don't, I don't even have to think about it now like that's totally out of my mind because I know it's invested in, you know, ethical um, ethical companies, um, sustainable companies, things that are doing great things for the environment. So um, it's been like a, it's been a real change. And I just like, you know, you guys are like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, that's exactly the, the thing that everyone says when you tell them and I'm like, ah, oh, yes. Okay, yeah. so that's like, 
Let's oh. use this. Oh my Let's god, say, I love it so you know, much. Get, it's so good. Yeah, and it's just such a, and it it really is like at the end of the day, quite a simple thing to be able to do, but it's so impactful because you know it's it, that's a potential forty year. 45-year, 50-year investment that mm. is going to make a huge difference. This is why the boomers don't the care. They're future. spending all of their super. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to have to do an yeah. episode specifically <laughs> on superannuation because I have no idea yeah. what happens there. Yeah. And, I, and we need to stop bagging out super um, boomers too because we did say the other week about microaggressions. Yeah, no, I'm sure there's lots yet. of them that care <laughs> yeah. about the environment. Join the millions of players around the world and bring in the new year with the all-time favorite classic match three game, Candy Crush Saga. It's fun to play and challenging to master with thousands of levels to switch and match your way through. Get that sweet feeling this new year with Candy Crush Saga. Download it now from the App Store or Google Play for free. Hey, Laura, um... You were talking mm. about ethical companies and, um, you know, ones that do care about the environment. But I've noticed yep. that, you know, the term greenwashing? I've noticed oh, yeah. a lot of companies. So greenwashing is when. Well, would you like to explain what greenwashing is? Um, yeah, I guess, you know, greenwashing is a way for companies to kind of say, hey, we're doing the right thing. We're, we're all about the environment mm. yet there's no transparency about what they actually do. Yeah. So they kind of just slap a label on it and say, hey, we're eco, we're, yeah. um, we're doing great stuff. But there's no transparency, there's no follow-up and you can't actually see what sort of impact they're doing. So yeah. they're um, kind of like fake, fake news. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Well, I've noticed like, for example, with um, bin bags or, uh, you know, like um, that you keep your rubbish in, some will say that yep. they are biodegradable and mm. some will say that they're oh, vegan yeah. and plant-based and and then they've got others that will say that they're compostable, which is the ones that I've been told to look out for. Um, have mm-hmm. you got any tips on how we can avoid greenwashing? Yeah, it's, um, it's really difficult as a consumer um, to navigate the waters around um, around greenwashing can be really difficult because, you know, because of that lack of transparency, you know, people aren't putting it out there exactly what they're doing. So, um, I, I feel the pain because I try, I am curious around when people make a statement that, you know, hey, we're, we're a sustainable company. Okay, well, what, but why? Mm. So, tell me why you're sustainable and show me the evidence. Like, being a scientist, I'm like, that's fine, but why and where is the evidence to back that up? And it's um, interesting because they know... They know that we want to yeah. do this. Like they know that we're trying to make ethical choices. So that's why companies like H&M now are like, oh, well, this is our like conscious line. Mm. But oh, the rest yeah. of us. Is, it, is it that <laughs> conscious? You know, like they, they can sort of just like get away with slapping a it's label a, it's on. It's almost like a marketing thing, isn't it? Kind of like superfoods, how people, well, how I, a I whole heap it. of food came out and we're like, oh, we're superfoods, but what is a superfood? There is no such thing well, as a superfood. Um, like H&M have this thing that says like 100% recycled, but it's referring to the label. The actual label is 100% recycled, but the, the outfit <laughs> isn't. So it's like it's no. this way of like getting away with it, being like, yeah, it's 100% recyclable, but it's actually just a label that's recyclable. The outfit it's isn't. Trickery. So yeah, it's complete lying. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. That's um, and it's just such 
bad miscommunication for people and, and that's what makes it so hard for people to navigate those waters. It's so tricky um, because like, how do you know what you can and can't trust when there is no evidence for it? Um, so, you know, that's that coming back to that part about getting curious and getting educated, you know, like question, question companies around what they're doing and, and you know, and where, if they say, hey, we're, we're eco, well, ask them why and ask them to show you the evidence of that because um, we need to, we need the transparency, but we also need to hold companies accountable for what they're saying too. And if they can't back it up, then, you know, don't, don't spend your money with them, vote, vote with your wallet and and ditch them essentially. The, the issue um, that I have yeah. though with getting educated is that it, it is incredibly depressing. <laughs> I mean, I just, it's like the more that you yeah. fe- find out, the more overwhelmingly like depressed you feel, like helpless you feel, almost yeah. as though, you know, I'm one person, I can't do anything, we're all screwed anyway. Like it's really hard yeah. to look into things because you just realise that everything sucks. Yeah, it's like that saying, yeah. they say ignorance is bliss. It truly is. But they go, the, but the rest of that um, saying is ignorance is bliss, but not for those that have to put up with the ignorant. And it's, and that's the thing. We yeah. all need to like take pressure mm. off each other. If we all decided that we weren't going to be ignorant, then it would be a lot easier. If, yeah. you know, the problem oh, totally. is, is well, watching all of, you know, so many um, preventable things still continue to happen Mm -hmm. because lots of people just don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And so, well, yeah, there's, I think there's two things to unpack there. It's like, well, there's people that just don't care, but there's also people that are just uneducated in the space and don't know. Um, So that, you know, coming back to getting educated and, you know, helping other people to get educated too. And you can do that um, really easily, which helps to get over that part of that environmental depression type thing that you're talking about where you get overwhelmed because there's so much to learn. And and when you are like seeing it all the time, you're like, oh, God, what can I do? You know, so you just kind of turn off. But if you start living to your values and, and making those little switches each and every day, and then you educate the people around you, whether that be, um, you know, verbally and, and consciously or subconsciously by just setting the example of, of doing the great thing that you're doing, um, that helps you to overcome that environmental depression because you can see change and you feel good in yourself because you are making those small changes and making a difference. So, um, I think where would you recommend that? Sorry, God, this delay <laughs> is really bad. It keeps sounding like I'm cutting you yeah, off. Yeah, I know. I'm so sorry. Delay, sorry. <laughs> um, where would you recommend that um, people go? What have you got any like number one stops for people if they are wanting to start getting themselves educated? Where do you think that they should mm. start? Yeah. Um, I would say get educated around climate change. That's one of the biggest ones. Is and there a I would website going, or something like that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, the Climate Council in Australia are great. Um, really accessible information, easy to digest. It's for the common person, um, but it's being written by, you know, it's all science-based evidence. It's things that we know are happening, but it's in a way that you can understand and you can put yourself into that space and be like, okay, this is what's happening to our environment. This is what it's going to do to to affect me. Now what can I do about that? So I think the Climate Council is a really, really great place to start to get information and quality information on what's happening with our environment. And, and mm. as well, how do you 
so I, I mean, we're both vegan and obviously that's helpful for the environment. And I feel really good about that. And like, I'm making a difference, mm-hmm. but then at the same time, you know, I drive a car and, and then I, I see Greta, mm-hmm. Greta is, you know, <laughs> on a boat and I'm like, Oh Greta, I don't know if I can do boats. Yeah. I've got to fly Greta. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, and it's, it's so frustrating because you want to, you like you want to be able to just be like, no, that's it. I'm cutting off all electricity, and I'm never going to, you know, you want to do as much as you can, but then you, you can't. You have to use a car, and you have to fly, but you also want to reduce your emissions. What do you yeah. do? Yeah, it's um, it's funny. So for me, you know, I travel a lot for work, and I have to fly. And obviously, I've I've come to Norway, so you know, I didn't walk here. I flew here to do a <laughs> climate change, you know, con- conference. Um, and people will call me out on it, and like they do with other celebrities that stand up for climate change. Well, you know, you flew there, and you do you do this, you do that. Well, yeah, we do. However, there's ways around that. Like I offset my entire life, so I have a net zero emission life because it, it's all offset through carbon offsets. Um, so what? that's how, how? I, I get what, around what that. What does that? Yeah, um, what does that mean? Say that again. What, yeah, <laughs> so remember, we don't have law degrees. Yeah, uh, it's can for you? the dummies. <laughs> There's too many things to learn. Uh, so I um, I purchase carbon offsets for my life and, and everything that I do. So when I fly, I'll purchase the carbon offset when you get the um, the option on the website of the airline. You know, do you want yeah. a carbon offset your flight? It is X amount of dollars. I always tick yes. Um, what does that mean exactly? That way. Does that mean someone plant, plants so, trees what, on your behalf? Yeah, well, that that is one one option. Oh, um, there's a okay. lot of different ways to carbon offset, um, and planting trees is one way. Um, so, and it depends what what program they're invested in and how it is. But usually, they'll give you. Sometimes they'll say, "Hey, well, you know, this is the option. Which which one do you want to do? Do you want to do the the planting trees, or do you want to do this renewable energy? Um, with, like, do you want to invest in this wind farm or this seaweed farm? So um, it might give you an option, or they just say, "Hey, we do the tree planting. Um, we do the tree planting option." So carbon offsetting is a great way to um, really be able to obviously offset my life and have a net zero emission life, and for the rest of my life. So it's not just the flights; it's because I obviously own a car too. Um, and I eat and I have electricity and uh, all those normal you things eat? that we do. Every You're day. a monster. So, <laughs> I know. Can you believe it? Uh, I am a curvy model, ladies. Yeah. So I, need to, uh, I need to keep those curves. Uh, so for me, uh, yeah, I, I purchase offsets through an external offset company to um, – Obviously, offsets the rest of my life and, and the driving that I do, the food that I purchase. And, and then it's also about making different choices around what I do purchase as well, um, trying to limit the carbon footprint of, of the food I purchase too, like buying local. Um, Growing your own is a good op- to me. option. Growing your own. Yeah, yeah. So all of those sorts of things um, I try to think about and be mindful of. It doesn't mean I do it all the time. I'm not perfect. I am a human being. Um, but, you know, just being more mindful about my decisions and my choices, um, that helps. So, yeah, the is, carbon um, offsetting is, is the carbon one. offsetting expensive? Um, it can be, um, but it, uh, there's calculators online that, you know, you can put in and work out how much carbon you want to offset. So, I mean, when you do it for a flight, no, it's not. And it's, it's well worth it. Like it, it should just, I actually think it should just be mandatory for every flight to be offset. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it, there's all different um, programs out there. So the cost of carbon offsetting is different um, in each program. Yeah, because I was yeah. just thinking about how accessible it is to um, other people. You know that you know might save up and and they don't have access to just fly around the world. They're saving up, say, for a holiday or whatever. And, you know, I was just wondering if it's accessible for them. But I suppose the point is if there's calculators and stuff, it's just about giving what you can. Mm. I think a yeah, flight is like twelve ninety five though. Is it? It's not much for a flight. Oh, my God. I was thinking like yeah. hundreds of dollars. No. Oh. oh, no, no, no. Like my um, – my flight to uh, Norway return was forty five dollars for it to carbon offset. Oh, yeah. okay. And you can wow. get there is an yeah, energy so, company that's like a hundred percent carbon offset energy as well in Melbourne. I'm, I think yeah, I can't remember the name yeah, of it. I've, I've, I've got one in Sydney, Power Shop. Um, Power, yeah, that is it. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They um, so they all the power that you buy through them is already offset, which is great. Um, so I don't even have to think about that, which is really nice. Yeah, that's great. I'm oh going to make the change God. to that for sure. I have so many yeah. things so, I have to do. I thought I was doing okay. And no, I yeah, did I, I didn't realise that I'm terrible. Oh, yeah, no. I didn't know. Um, <laughs> so, Laura, I mean, I get angry when I'm watching TV and there's, you know, climate change deniers on there and I'm like, how can you not see? Because I can see it happening and, you know, you see things like the bushfires that have happened, you know, recently and um, – Politicians who are climate change deniers really jumped on the chance to attack people who said this is a time to talk about climate change and they use that as an opportunity yeah. to say, oh, you know, people are losing their homes. It's really, like, um, terrible of you to bring that up at this yeah, point. Yeah, you're being and, opportunistic. Yeah, you're being opportunistic. Like, when's it going to stop, you know? Yeah. Um, but it is the right time to talk about it because it's happening literally around us. How how do you get um, – I mean, how do you talk about it in a way that people understand? I mean, like if they're, if they're not getting it when, you know, the world around them is literally burning, what can we do mm-hmm. to really bring that message home that, yeah, it's real? Yeah, I mean, you need to kind of target what people's um, centre of gravity is. What's the most important thing to them? And for everyone, it's different. It might be family life. It might be their job or... Um, you know, their home, their property. So I think you need to talk to people on the level of what's really important to them. And we can talk to people in terms of climate change around the environment and, you know, the environment's changing. Or we can talk to them around climate change with human health. Well, this is going to impact human health significantly, your health significantly because of X, Y, Z, or it's going to affect your your money, your, like, your hip pocket because... You know, your food's going to be more expensive um, in the future because of changing climates and, and food availability or um, the rising cost of insurance because we now have to insure against all this changing climate, um, you know, more floods or more fires and things, so things are going to become more expensive. So we need to kind of posture the arguments around what's important to people um, and show them the why and how it's really going to affect them because a lot of people, especially people who live in cities, um, they don't think quite, like they don't see the tangible effects of such of climate change like our farmers do, for instance, mm. um, like people living in, in places where they are experiencing extreme weather events. However, that's starting to change and we've seen that just recently, especially in Sydney, with people in 
in the, the city, like around Sydney, mm. being affected by ex- extreme bushfires and catastrophic bushfire events. Yeah. Um, and so it's coming it's coming to the centres more now. And um, and I think so it, that is starting to wake people up a little bit more. But, yeah, we definitely need to posture the messaging at people based around what's really important to them and how, it, yeah. how it's going to affect them. And, you know, letting them know that you, know, you might not be seeing those tangible effects right at this instant, but it is changing behind the scenes right now. And those um, culminating effects are going to really hit soon. And when they do... You need to be prepared for that. Um, That's kind of sad, isn't it, though? Because you're instead of appealing to their sense of empathy, which is going, okay, the environment, look after that, or um, these communities that live near the oceans are going Mm. to go underwater and we're going to lose them. All of that is empathetic. Instead, we're like appealing to their selfishness, really. This is how you're going to be impacted. But at least it's appealing to them, you know. Yeah, I suppose it's getting them across, mm. but yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, um, it, it is like that. And unfortunately, you know, as humans, we, yeah, we, people, and, and I guess this day and age, people are, you know, worried about more so themselves than anything else. So, you know, that's why I do try to bring it back down to an individual level. It would be great if we were all that empathetic and we could think higher and of the bigger picture. But unfortunately, that's not the case. So, um, you know, bringing it down to the person and doing what we have to to get that messaging through um, is unfortunately what needs to happen. No, but I think that's really whatever good creates the change, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Um, just yeah. just get them there. And I suppose yeah, also um, a lot of people need to experience something to believe in something. So yeah, yeah. totally. I do understand. I think it is hard. Like I mean, because day to day, you know people don't want to hear about how fast fashion's bad to the world because they want that new outfit or, you know, people don't want to hear about how, you know, meat is killing the environment. So they're like, because they really love their hamburgers. Like I understand that when it comes to climate change, it's literally something that you have to make a change about. And you have to confront your own choices. And that's what's hard about it. I totally understand why it's difficult for people to just – hope it goes away but and that's why like it is an yeah. inconvenient truth like it's yeah. it's a it's a nuisance like we should just stop but unfortunately exactly it's not going away and you just have to give thought to so much more like you were saying single um use plastics not that it, that's a massive impact on my life but it, now it feels a little bit more How inconvenient weird do you feel every time if i you ever do have something that is a single use plastic. You feel like, like I feel the worst like person. The worst person ever. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is despicable. Like, I mean, I'm not perfect and it definitely does happen mm. sometimes. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do with this. And like, are, <laughs> where can I put this? We're all we're all human and there are going to be times that we have to use single-use um, plastics. For example, um, Carly Finlay was saying lots of people um, that have disabilities have to use straws and they have to use disposable straws because that's just the way it is in terms of accessibility. But the thing is, it's about making sure that we are doing what we can within our power. And if that's like making sure Mm -hmm. that we offset emissions um, if we're flying because we're privileged enough to fly, then that's so be it. But it's just about doing what you can, isn't Mm. it? Yeah, it really is. And, um, you know, to stop that environmental fatigue or that, you know, sustainability fatigue creeping in and and then not doing anything, just, you know, making those small changes and starting the small changes and, you know, master one of them and then move on to the next one. So don't burden yourself or or overburden yourself with, I need to do everything and I need to do it all right now. Well, no, just 
start with something, you don't have to be perfect, but more ch- the more changes you can make, the better. Um, because, you know, that saying, you know, we don't need one person doing everything perfectly. We need millions of people doing small things imperfectly because that will make a change. Oh, that um, was beautiful. That was gorgeous. I, really it. I stole it. <laughs> um, I definitely didn't make it up. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, for me, I kind of, I, I usually just say to people, just don't be a dick. Yeah. Oh my just, God, I love that. Really so that that's more of a, my inspirational <laughs> quote. Yeah, that's I love yeah. that. That needs to be like in stitching on my wall, you know, just I love, don't be a dick. Yeah. I love the idea of like levels though, just like do one thing, master that, and then you'll slowly get better and better. And yeah. then one day you'll be a gold star environmentalist that's like on a boat in Norway with orcas. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, I've got I've got my participation award and yeah. I'm doing it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is true though because it so, yeah. does creep up on you, I think. Like once you start doing it, you're like, oh, okay, I'll just make this change. And then the next thing you're like, oh, well, this is really a bad thing that I'm doing so I'll cut that out. And then the next thing you know, you're just – you see it everywhere and yeah. you become really obsessed with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. When you take the like, – when you when – you, so, you know, back going back to those three points, you know, when you become more educated on something, you start to see it everywhere and you're like, shit. Mm. Like, it's just around, say, say, plastics, for instance. As soon as you start to learn about the issue, you're like, oh, my, wow, it is absolutely everywhere. I didn't realise how bad this problem was. And then that because you're now educated on it and you're seeing it more, it encourages you to then take those steps to, you know, start to be better in your life and think about your choices and, and, you know, start to become plastic free and, and reduce the amount of plastic that you're buying and look for options that, you know, can it be composted? Can it be recycled? What can I do with it? Um, to make sure that the stuff that you do buy goes back into the system and becomes circular again. So, you know, those three points of get educated, um, you know, start to avoid your single use and then um, super, just go and find out where your super is invested now. And if it's not invested in something good, we'll go switch it. And it doesn't actually take very long to do. And it's like an easy one you can you can tick off because it's done then and you don't have to think about it again once it's in a good space um, because it will sit there for the rest of, you know, your adult life until you can go take it out. But it's, it's going to be doing good things behind the scenes. So really really easy changes that you can make um yeah we're 100 percent gonna do super next week like yeah. that's the next episode that we're tackling because <laughs> i have no have yeah i mean it's gonna be oh, wait, like it sounds so, so boring story. like hey guys get ready next week comes superannuation <laughs> but i think it's important wow, what yeah. a teaser <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure it really is like you're just like oh i am an Am I an adult now? I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. Oh God! Wow. Yeah, I have really changed. Um, <laughs> no more, no more, no more beer bongs at the table. It's just all about superannuation. Yes. Um, yes. Oh my God! I'm really yeah, I think. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just for me. I just think that's a really easy one when we have so much money there. It's so powerful to use. And you know, if um, I think the statistic is if we. Um, just 7% of the super that we have as Australians, if we could tra- transition that to renewable energy, we could have the whole of Australia on renewable, renewable energy, which is 7% of the super already invested, invested okay, into renewable. We are doing like, super next week. I'm crazy. getting really excited. These facts, what? Yeah. That's amazing. How come this isn't being talked about, honestly? <laughs> How, how is this being well, missed? <laughs> how are they? Well, I'm talking about it. I know. Yeah, like, I know. Oh, my gosh. 
Um, I feel like we need yeah, to well, tell the news the or something. Like yeah. someone needs to, <laughs> someone needs to hear about bring this. up current affairs. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting yeah. today tonight yeah. on this. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, yeah it's, I, I'm so happy that I found that out a few years ago now, you know, I don't want, as much as, you know, we've just spoken about we're humans and yes, we use, I obviously have a car and I use oil and, um, and I have gas in my home and, we have coal fire electricity plants, but um, so I'm obviously partaking in the use of these things at the moment. But I, I don't agree with opening new mines, and and I try to um, promote transitioning to a renewable energy, um, to a new, renewable energy market, and to a net zero emissions as a country and as a as a entire planet. But um. You know, just knowing that my money won't be invested in coal and oil and gas, and I've completely removed myself from that. That's, I think, that's something that's really powerful for me as an individual um, to say, you know, ladies down the track. Well, I did everything that I could to create a better future for other people, um, not just myself. And so, you know, I didn't invest my money in that sort of stuff, um, oh, and I feel much better about it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Is it it's so Sorry, true? It's so helpful, it. honestly. Oh my God, I'm I, actually getting emotional. Yeah, and he's getting emotional over here. It's because I've got kids, I think, too, because, like, exactly yeah. what you're saying, to just, like, look them in the face one day and say, like, I did try. I did what I can. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, I know. it's really important. Um, we we really do need to um, be accountable to not only ourselves but to future generations. And for some of some people and some of us, you know, they have kids, and that that's who you need to be accountable to is is your kids, or you need to bring your nephews and, and the future generations because um, you know they're the ones that are going to inherit uh, this planet from us. And I mean. I don't want to have trashed it for the yeah. for the next no. generations. I want them to be able to go to the Great Barrier Reef and see how great it is because it's so amazing up there. Yeah. Um, I was up there just last week and and there's so there's so much beauty and so much life in the reef. It's really exciting. Um, but I want it to stay that way and and become even healthier for the next generations because you know as I said the oceans have impacted me so much with. Um, the way I live my life, how I experience life, how I get joy and my curiosity and my inspiration that I want other people to be able to have that too because it's just, it's such a, um, I mean, for me, like I couldn't live without the ocean. So, for, you know, I, I want other people to have that and be able to swim with whales and, and just have their hearts explode when they, you know, watch a baby hump back, come up for air. It's Yeah, it's so beautiful. So. Oh, my God. <laughs>
yeah, so everyone get out there, get curious, get educated, kick plastic in the proverbial stick, <laughs> as I like to say, and, um, <laughs> and, um, go, go, <laughs> and go find out where your money and your FIFA is invested and, you know, make a switch if you can. And please say hello to the whales for us. Yes, because oh, yeah. I'm going to be closely following your Instagram <laughs> yeah. looking for videos of whales. Oh, and yes. everyone needs to go and follow your Instagram handle, which is? Um, uh, I am Laura Wells. Yes. Awesome. Uh, so that, that is me. Awesome. Um, it is I'll, like yeah, you are like a mermaid, so it's fantastic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I hope that we can get lots of people over to follow you and your wonderful example. Thanks again, Laura. Thanks, guys. Bye, Laura. Bye. Bye.